We're going to talk about a new report that appears in the uh, Journal of Public Health. Um, if you remember back in 2019, the Alberta government issued a report into seven supervised consumption sites in our province. And in the years since that report, really from the beginning of that report, even when it was started and, you know, the, the, the methodology was announced, um, there was a lot of concerns about it. It's been used as background and the basis for government policy going forward. Like I say, the content of the report was immediately called into question by harm reduction advocates and professionals and addiction specialists in Alberta and beyond. And now, years later, as I say, the Canadian Journal of Public Health has published um, a paper by 14 different co-authors, experts in the field that say the government report from 2019 is so flawed it should be pulled right out of the public record. It should be withdrawn. One of those authors is Jenny Godley, an associate professor in the Department of Sociology at the University of Calgary, and she joins us now. Uh, Dr. Godley, thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate your time today. Sure. Thanks for having me. Okay. So, like I say, even before this report was finished, right, when we found out about the methodology, we'd spoken with people on the air here who said, the way this whole thing has been designed, the process in gathering the data and writing this report was more of an exercise, an exercise in, in trying to prove an outcome that you want, a confirmation bias exercise, really. And that's sort of what yeah. you're saying in the report that you released this week, right? It's that same, you wanted an answer and you said about going to absolutely. get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So first of all, the way that they designed the questions that they asked were very biased. But most importantly, from a quantitative perspective, I do quantitative work, um, the sample that they gathered was biased. So they put a they put a questionnaire online, um, and anybody who wanted could answer that questionnaire. And they really had no way of knowing if those people actually lived anywhere near a supervised consumption site. They had no way of knowing if somebody might have answered the questionnaire two or three times, that kind of thing. And then the questions they were asking were all about the negative aspects of supervised consumption sites. So there was no attempt whatsoever to um, ask people who might have used the supervised consumption sites or to ask people who worked there um, what some of the positive aspects of those sites are. Okay, in, in going through the report and the response that you put together, along with, like I say, there's 14 co-authors of this report, yep. um, unscientific data methods relied heavily on anecdotal evidence. What happened there? So they had some town halls, and they just recorded some of the quotes that people gave. And if you're doing qualitative research, um, from a qualitative research perspective, what you should be doing is gathering quotes and then looking for themes within them, rather than just grabbing a quote that sort of justifies what you already thought. And so a lot of the quotes that they use, they read like they were just cherry-picked, if you will, from what happened at those meetings. Okay. So it's not to say that anecdotal evidence isn't of some value. It's the way that it's handled and the context it's viewed in. Absolutely. So when we say anecdotal, what we mean is that it wasn't analyzed in a systematic way. So you can certainly gather quotes. Um, lots of people do this for qualitative research. But then the way that someone would analyze that is they would read through those quotes. They would look for themes. They would look across the quotes, for example, to mm -hmm. see common themes that came up in different places. And then they would summarize that. That's how a scientific author would take that data and summarize it rather than just picking a quote. We should have heard things like if they had said, for example, you know, 50 percent of the people we talked to said this um, or that the, the theme was this in the talk. And instead, they just show up with the quote. Gotcha. OK, um, not peer reviewed. Right. Tell us about Absolutely peer review. Not. What is peer yeah. reviewed and why is it important? 
So what we do in, in academia when we publish things is um, we send an article to a, like we did with this article, we sent it to the journal, and then the journal sends it out without our, the author's names on it. They send it out to experts in the field, and those experts read the article and comment on the article. And they can comment on any aspect of the article, the methodology, the findings, etc. They send that back to the editor. The editor compiles those comments and sends them back to the author's. And then we have to respond to those comments. And nothing is published without that peer review process. So really, it's sort of a check and balance system, if you will, um, where you've got experts reading research that somebody else has done. They don't know who's done it. Um, and then they comment on it. And then we read those comments and we have to respond to them. We might disagree with them, but we have to tell the editor why before something can be published. So it's really a, a nice system in terms of being able to make sure that what we're doing fits with what's going on in the field. Mm -hmm. That did not happen with this report? Not not with the report from the government, no. They did not do any of that. And, and in addition, not only did they not get it peer-reviewed, they didn't refer to the literature that already exists. Well, that's what I so, wanted to ask, because this isn't, we didn't invent this in Alberta. This has been going on around exactly. the world for a long, long, there's a huge body of literature that's already yeah. there. It wasn't considered? None, none of it, no. And the literature is very positive about supervised consumption sites. Yeah, they they are a, a positive um, addition to our, our the way that we deal with addiction and society in general. That's what the literature says. That was one of the reasons this report was so surprising, because it was so negative. And those of us who read the literature said, well, wait a minute, why would it be so different here, Right. So it's a, it's it's a bit of an outlier. The the report from Absolutely, what we saw yeah. here is much different than anywhere yeah. everywhere else. Absolutely. And so that's so then we started diving into it and then we realized that it was because it partly it was because it was methodologically flawed. Gotcha. Okay. Now you've actually not only come out with a, a rebuke of the report, you want to see it withdrawn from the I don't know if the public record is the right term, but um at least flagged in some way. Why? Yeah. What, what what's the concern? Well, I think the the concern is that it the way that it was presented, it's presented as a scientific paper. So, for example, they talk about their methods, they present graphs of all the findings, that kind of thing. So, it's been taken up that way. So, even in our own in our own province, as you know, it led to the to the closure of two supervised consumption sites. But it's also been cited in other places, and that's scary because it's being used to um, to argue against supervised consumption sites when we know from the research that's actually been done that they are helpful. Gotcha. Okay. Um, where? How does that process happen? Like, I, I, I'm, the one that leaps to mind is the the researcher who linked autism to vaccines. Uh, exactly. And I know that got into the public mix, and it took years to get rid of it. And you know what? They never did really. I mean that no, that that no, it, it still persists. Yep. So how, how, do you, how do you go about it? So in that setting, that was published in an academic journal. So in that setting, the journal does something which is called they retract the paper. Yeah. So they take the paper back. But you're absolutely right. The harm was already done right. because it was out in the public eye, right? So, and, and I think that's one of the issues we have in academia is that we tend to worry a lot about our academic papers, but those aren't what catches the public eye. What catches the public eye is, is your show. Exactly. Right? People yeah. are listening. And yeah, so I think, um, we were hopeful that by publishing this 
rebuttal and saying this this uh, this report is actually heavily flawed, that we would be able to speak, for example, like I'm speaking to you right now, and just let people know that that report is flawed. Um, whether they retract it or not, I don't know if that will happen. Right. Okay. Interesting conversation. Doctor, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Bye-bye. That's Dr. Jenny Godley, who is an associate professor in the Department of Sociology, University of Calgary. Uh, and like I say, 14 co-authors into that report uh, you know to be honest we've we've spoken to a lot of people on the air since you know going back to when this whole exercise began and that was sort of what people who live in and work in this world said at the beginning well, this is it's designed to to deliver the outcome that the government wants and and it did so uh, this doesn't really surprise me that this report has been written by the academics and the experts in the industry and in the, well, it's not an industry, but you know what I mean. Um, in response, Global News did reach out to the ministry and, and get their take on this. And uh, the press secretary for mental health and addiction said, quote, the Alberta model of care provides services such as supervised consumption sites while balancing the safety and well-being of communities. And, you know, they talked about the recovery-based model. And, and I, th- that's great. There's nothing wrong with having a recovery-based model. Recovery is is absolutely essential to saving lives, but it's sort of, We've, we've got this perspective in the world where it's all one way, harm reduction, keeping people alive, or all the other way, treatment. And we've had so many people on the air that said, listen, it's not going to work that way. It's, it's, there's the full continuum. There's a full spectrum here. And, and the most frustrating part of this is it's documented and well known. And it's not like we're sitting here going, oh my goodness, what should we do? Well, why don't you do what the science says you do? Like, it's not a mystery. So, um, but we've, like we do with everything in 2023, we've rolled a tremendous amount of politics into the conversation, and that rules the day. So based on whoever the government is in power is, if they're a quote-unquote progressive government or they a quote-unquote conservative government, that's going to dictate what the proper solution is and, and what the policy is. And, and, and that's what you see. And think about that for a second, how absolutely crazy that is. But here we are.